Haven of Hope Church, a true Pentecostal church with outward and upward praise and worship of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. In the coming fulfillments of the prophecies of the scriptures, the sea of humanity, in need and without hope, will flood our church. As God has promised in a word to us, if you remain faithful to me, I will remain faithful to you. With that promise in mind and the word that God has given us, we now know that Jesus Christ, through his church, has become the haven of hope for the hopeless. Haven of Hope Church, bringing hope to the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus. Welcome to Hope for the Hopeless, the sanctuary ministry of the Haven of Hope Church of God at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina, just off Highway 222 between Kinley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont. We pray the day finds you blessed and highly favored of the Lord. The scripture says to give honor where honor is due and tribute to whom tribute. And we'd like to take this opportunity to say a very special thank you to Save News Network for making this ministry opportunity available to us here at the Haven of Hope Church. The following service is from our Sunday morning church service. It is indeed a joy and privilege to welcome you to our service this morning. It shouldn't take long at all for you to discover that the Lord has ordered your steps today to one of the best churches you've ever been. The people here are all about loving and caring about your family. Before you leave today, you will have discovered that you have new friends and that God loves you. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A20958803, streaming plus license, A20958810. And we're all just home folks, and we're all just family of God. But all together we'll be having church and praising and worshiping God together, as well as being fed the Word of God. It is our continued prayer that you're blessed of God, and may you be blessed by these services. If you need me for anything, please don't hesitate to call upon me, Pastor J. Mac Taylor. Now here's the message on Hope for the Hopeless from the Haven of Hope Church. How's everybody doing today? Good. Is anybody else as excited about having church today as I am? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm, I've got a word that the Lord gave me for this house. And I'm actually going to get to preach it today. I can feel it. Hallelujah. If you would join me in the book of 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 11. And look at there. Mason's already got it on the screen. You know how I know? Because I can see it right here. Ain't it though? Hallelujah. 1 John 4 and 11. Praise the Lord. And 1 John 4 and 11 says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, 
Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment, and he that feareth is not perfect in love. Somebody glorify the Lord. Would you stretch your hands towards me today and pray for me this morning? I still don't have much of a voice. Father God, we come before your throne today, dear Lord. I thank you and magnify you, O God, for your many blessings, for the healing, dear God, that I'm experiencing in my body. I thank you, dear God, that I'm finally beginning to get over this cough. I thank you, dear Lord, for your blessings upon this church and upon all those, dear God, whom had contracted COVID and you have delivered them from it all. Father, I ask your blessing today to be upon this service. Let your anointing and your, your, your holy unction be upon me today, dear God, through the virtue of the Holy Ghost. And Father, anoint me that as I bring forth this word, that it might glorify you and magnify you and lift you up, dear God, in all the universe and in the throne room of heaven, dear God, that your name is glorified. And Father, bless me also that I bring forth this word then let it come forward today, dear God, in a way that would bless all those under the sound of my voice, that they might receive from it, they might learn from it. Their souls might be touched and nourished by this word in the blessed and holy and righteous name of Jesus. I thank you and pray. And everybody said, amen. 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 Thank you, folks, and you can be seated. I'm excited about the word today. Amen. I'm excited about the word that God gave me. I don't know how excited you're going to get, but I know how excited I am standing here getting ready to try to preach it with no more voice than I got. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm sure the folks on the radio are saying, somebody touched that boy's throat. <laughs> hallelujah. If you'll notice, if you have been here for a number of years, you may have noticed that I started, uh, the Lord had given me a, a bunch of themes and that would run for about a year. Uh, you may remember them, you may not. Like one year, our theme was uh, the year of power. That was 2018, the year of power. Another year, it was called Go Possess the Land. And another year, it was the year of harvest. Hallelujah. And, but for the past two or three years, you may or may not have noticed that I have not had a running theme for the church where the Lord hadn't given me one. The only reason I did that was because the Lord put it upon my heart that I might bring it for the church and he wanted me to let that be a running thing. But for the past three years, he has not led me to do so. And I have learned something. I've learned that if he don't tell me to do it, it might not be a good idea for me to just take it upon myself. I've learned that when he tells me to do something, if I'm obedient, because behind obedience there is blessing. I've learned that if he tells me to do something and I'm obedient, he blesses it and brings it to pass. You know, the, the prayer meeting, the, the last prayer meeting we had that was online from my house, uh, we've had some pretty hot, how many of you would say we've had some pretty hot prayer meetings in this place on Tuesday night? Amen. But it, it, it boggles my mind how you can have a live, on, a live stream prayer meeting and I'm the only one in the, in the room other than the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. And I'm the only one in the room. And we could have such a hot prayer meeting as we had that Tuesday night to a week ago. Hallelujah. The, Lord, the glory of the Lord just shed himself all over that place. Hallelujah. We saw one come to the Lord in salvation at the beginning of the prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm still looking for Jody Core to come to church, Jody. Hallelujah. But that was a red-hot prayer meeting that night. 
Well, right after that prayer meeting, I was relaxing. I was winding down. Do you know after prayer meetings on Tuesday nights, it takes me until about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning to wind down and relax because I get so keyed up during those prayer meetings. Well, I was sitting in my office just doing nothing. Uh, I can't remember what I was doing, but all of a sudden, I just felt a wave of glory come into my office. I felt the very presence of the Spirit of God, and I heard in my spirit, man, I heard the word victory. And then I heard hallelujah. And And boy, I was sitting right there, and I was having revival in my office right by myself. Come on, somebody. You ever done that? Be right by yourself and the glory of the Lord move over you and all of a sudden you're in the middle of revival. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I was sitting there in my office that night and I began to experience a wave of glory in my life and in my office. Then a couple hours later, the Lord prompted my heart and he moved upon me again such that I would post this on our church church page on Facebook and it said, for the second time tonight, I was just sitting here at my desk several hours after the prayer meeting and I experienced an out of the blue incredible wave of glory flood my soul. Just then the Lord reminded me of the running theme throughout our prayer meetings over the past few weeks. Do y'all know what that has been? How many of you can remember what, and this is not something I had planned on doing. This was just something whenever we had prayer meetings, these, these were the topics and these were the, the, the main focus of the prayer meetings and they were fear not or don't be discouraged or understand that I am God. Woo, come on now. He reminded me of that and I felt the glory of the Lord. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Look at there, devil. You can try what you want to. But God ain't having none of it. Now search. The Haven of Hope Church over the past 10 years has been through some very harrowing times. But these past three weeks have been times that have had me very, very concerned. Uh, I I was so concerned because when you don't have church, people don't give. And when you don't give, just because... You know, you're not here. <laughs> There's a whole lot of folks that think that if I don't go to church, I, don't, I ain't got to pay my tithes that week because I didn't go to church that week. You know, your tithes is not a cover charge for coming to church. You go to some clubs or some restaurants or some bars, and, I, you know, I don't, go to, I don't do that. But you go, and just to get in the door, you got to pay a cover charge just to come in. The church don't have that. Your tithes is something that God says you owe him. Amen. But just because you don't come to church don't mean those tithes ain't supposed to come in. Because guess what? The bills still do. And for a, to go almost a whole month with no finances and the bills still come and do, we got down to the point, saints, that I was looking at a light bill that's due tomorrow on Thursday. And we didn't have half of it in the bank. And you know what happens when you don't pay the light bill in Wayne County on the first day? They turn that mug off. And then there's a $150 fee to turn it back on. 
And I was thinking, how are we going to have church if, we if the lights get turned off? Because we can't turn the heat on. Can't turn the lights on. Can't turn on the sound system. Can't do nothing. And I was beginning to think about it. And I started saying, God, you know how to do something. And, and you know what the Lord did? He moved upon a few folks. And we've got, <laughs> praise the Lord, just enough come in that we was able to cover the light bill. But that ain't the only bill we got. The church insurance bills do. And we are behind on the tithe of ties. Two months. And the church of God frowns on that kind of thing. Now you can imagine the kind of pressure that your pastor was feeling. But right about now, when the Lord has put this on me and said, I've got this, he said, victory, and he said, hallelujah. <coughs> and then that wave of glory moved over me in my office. I began to think, hallelujah. The Lord said to me that night, I've got this. And he began, and he let me know that after, I, because I'd been hearing it the whole time I was worshiping, a wave of glory. I even created a new piece of artwork and posted it on Facebook. A wave of glory. It's got a big, giant, golden tidal wave moving through the, the galaxy. Y'all might have seen it. And it says, a wave of glory. And I saw that and I thought, man, that's beautiful. And it just depicts what I'm feeling in my spirit. A wave of glory. A golden wave of God's glory moving over the Haven of Hope Church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And Psalm 23 and 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Come on, somebody. Lift up the name of Jesus. Lift. Have you ever been through the valley? Have you ever been walking through the valley of the shadow of death? You ever been walking through the valley thinking, what am I going to do next? How am I going to take care of this? But, my, but David said in the psalm, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Hallelujah. Amen. Saints of God, I'm here today to proclaim to you because of the word that God gave me, we're not going to walk through the valley. We're going to march through the valley. We're going to march in victory. We're going to march in power. We're going to march in praise. We're going to march in worship. We're going to march in adoration. Somebody glorify the living God today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Victorious over fear. Victorious over death. Praise be unto the living God. Thank you, Jesus. And it don't matter what I see for we do not walk by sight we walk by faith and not by sight hallelujah since I got here 10 years ago now there has been a running thing that the Lord has put in my heart for 10 years for 10 years he's been saying this to me this church is not here by accident this church is not here by happenstance. This church is here for my purpose, for my glory, and by my plan. And he has said to me over and over, this little church has been hidden. 
It has been held back almost like he kept it in his pocket for the last day. And in the last day, he was going to take it out and put it out and let it be part of the last day's ministries to this world. Hallelujah. And right now today, we are being broadcast on 21 different media outlets. We're being broadcast around our neighborhood. We're being broadcast around the world. People are coming to salvation through our live stream. We're a haven of hope for the hopeless. Somebody say praise God. Hallelujah. And this little church is a place where those who have no hope can come and receive hope. And your hope is Jesus. Praise be to the living God. It's almost like he's been hiding this church. So that in the last days she could arise victorious. Come on somebody. And in the midst of this trial. And in the midst of this turmoil. There is one thing that the entire world needs. And that one thing is a wave of his glory. Wash it over the church. Wash it over the body of Christ. Wash it over the world so that they who are hopeless can come to salvation, can come to the hope in the Lord. Somebody glorify God. Hallelujah. If you watch, how many of you ever seen a movie with a tidal wave in it? When you're watching those movies with a tidal wave in it, you're sitting there looking at the ocean or at the beach. And all of a sudden it looks like there's a hundred foot wall of water coming at the church or coming at, the, not the church, but coming at the, the beach or at the, against the boat or some beach or somewhere. And you see that, you look at that giant wash, water, wall of water coming and you look at that and you see that when it hits, whatever it's coming to, it's going to absolutely wash away or destroy utterly whatever it comes into contact with, whatever it washes up against. Now, Brother Tommy has brought to my attention several months ago that there is a theory going on in the world that there is a great tsunami getting ready to come against the United States East Coast. And that great tsunami is going to wash in through past Raleigh. There's a wave coming in so deep and so strong and so powerful because of a volcano across the ocean. Now there's a whole lot of people that subscribe to that theory, but it's been three months. If that wave was coming, it'd been here by now. Amen? But those people who had subscribed to that theory had subscribed to a theory of fear. Amen. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And Isaiah 54 says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shalt thou condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Come on now, somebody. Somebody lift up the name of Jesus, because no weapon that the enemy can form against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. Now we have prayed away three hurricanes. And this weekend I prayed away a snowstorm off of this church. Because it was supposed to be bigger than the last one. And I said, Lord, you've done it for three hurricanes. Make that snow go away. We don't need it this week. We need to have church at the Haven of Hope. And they kept telling us it was coming, it was coming. And it started out it was going to come on Friday. Then the next thing I know, it'll come here Friday night. And the next thing I know, we're going to be here at midnight Saturday. And then the next thing I know, it's coming at 2 a.m. And the next thing I know, no, it's coming at 5 a.m. And it barely showed up at my house. How about y'all? Amen. Amen. Praise be unto the living God. 
Yes, we had a little snow dust around there. Somebody glorify the living God. I'm telling you that there's power in prayer. Praise be unto God. Now, saints, there have been several times, several instances in my evangelism ministry where I'd been called to go and do camp meetings or youth camps or revivals or crusades. And I would go and I would stand up and I would be preaching on the Holy Ghost. I'd be preaching on Acts chapter 4 when it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. That very passage of Scripture makes you envision, makes you almost hear the way that the Holy Ghost came into that upper room. They heard a rumbling and a roaring off to one side, outside that upper room, they could hear it coming. Get a hold of this now. Get a hold of this now. And when it come in, when it come into that house with 120 people in that upper room, about the size of this sanctuary, can you imagine 120 people in this room? Fasting and praying for 10 days. You can't stand one another when you're just fasting. At, come on, somebody. You're fasting at home, you get on one another's nerves, don't you? But these are 120 people that want the same family in a room this size. They was literally snuggled up next to one another when they was walking. And they were fasting and praying for 10 days. And they heard a roar at when the day of Pentecost had fully come. They heard a roar outside the window. And that roar, that great wind, like a mighty rushing wind, came flooding into that house from one side and it whooshed all the way across the other like a giant wave of glory moving in that upper room. Come on, somebody. Are you, pre are you going where I'm preaching today? Now, I have been in these situations, in these instances, where my evangelism had me in large crowds in a large building. There was some, one place, there was 700, almost 800 people in that one room. And I stepped up to preach on one thing, and when I stepped up to preach, the Lord said, no, you ain't preaching on that. You're going to preach on the Holy Ghost tonight. And that place was full of children and young people and, and young adults and adults. And I started preaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I, when I got through preaching, I gave the altar call, and out of 700 people, I guarantee you 650 of them was in the altar. Yes, Praise God. When they came to the altar, they had flooded that altar all the way across the building from one side to the other. There was two glass doors over here and nothing over here. And all of a sudden, during the middle of that prayer meeting, in the middle of that altar, I could hear a rumble. Come on, somebody. I could hear a rumble over in the side. And all of a sudden, it was almost like somebody opened the door. And it was like a wave of glory whooshed all the way across that altar. And you could see them. It looked like, you know, at the football games, they do a wave. It just all around coming up. It looked, you could see them and you could hear it. People beginning to speak in tongues and throw their hands up, beginning to shout and praise God in a wave. It moved all the way across that altar and 600 people receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost in just seconds. Somebody glorify God. And it's happened like that four or five times in my evangelism ministry. I've seen the Holy Ghost move in a wave of glory covering the house like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can see that wave of glory. Saints of God, there is a tsunami coming. <laughs> you ain't getting what I'm saying. The Lord told me 
three weeks ago that after the first of the year, it was four weeks ago, after the first of the year, change was coming. Y'all remember me saying that? Change was coming. And I'm here to tell you, the Lord has given me a new theme for the church. And that new theme is a wave of glory. You ain't getting what I'm saying, saints. Hey, he said he's getting ready to send a wave of glory to this house. He's getting ready to send a wave of glory to this church. He's getting ready to send a wave of his Holy Ghost, his power, his anointing across the congregation of the Haven of Hope Church. Somebody lift up your hands and glorify the Lord because there is a wave of glory coming to this place. And there'll be a people that's sitting under the spout. <laughs> when the glory comes out, the wave of glory is coming. He's getting ready to flood your soul. Somebody lift up the name of Jesus. You need to prepare yourself. You need to prepare yourself. Get your mind right. Get your heart right. Get your walk right. Get your talk right. Come on, somebody. Get things right with God. Get yourself to the point that when that wave of glory moves over the house, that you ain't left by the wayside. Because when the Lord said change is coming, he said be changed or be left behind. Come on, somebody. Get your feet in the water. Where that wave of glory is coming, somebody lift up the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Somebody might be saying, I ain't where I used to be. You know where it is that you used to be? Right here. It used to be where you were where you used to be. It's right here. And where it is that you used to be was on your knees in prayer. Somebody glorify him. There's a tsunami coming. And you can choose to be under it and let the wave crash over you and let the anointing of God crash over you or you can choose to be left by the wayside. The decision is yours this morning. The decision is yours. But when I say that wave of glory is coming, there's a wave of anointing coming also. A wave of anointing on this ministry, on this church, on this body of people. And the anointing will move upon you. There will be healing. There will be deliverance. There will be salvations. There will be miracles. And you who are in that wave of glory, you who are under that spout where the glory comes out, you will be participating in it. You will be performing it through the glory and the anointing of God. But those who don't choose to sell out, you're just going to be a spectator. And you're just going to watch it. And you will be left behind. I'm telling you today, the Lord is fervently putting it on my heart to say to you, seek his face. Seek him while he may be found. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to your name, Jesus. Friends, we always like to end our service, each service, with this sinner's prayer. And if you would repeat after me, we use the right hand and use each finger on the right hand to, to signify and to pray with each of these parts of this prayer. If you'll repeat after me, Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. Jesus, I know you're the Son of God. 
I know you died on the cross for my sin, and you were raised again on the third day. Come into my heart and forgive me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for making me a Christian. In Jesus' name. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A20-958803. A streaming plus license, A20-958810. We thank you for joining us for Hope for the Hopeless on Save News Radio. Join us each week on the air or at the Haven of Hope Church at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina, just off Highway 222 between Kinley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont, North Carolina. Service times are Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship at 11 a.m., Kids Storm Children's Church at 11 a.m. in the Youth and Children's Center, Sunday evening worship at 6 p.m. with the fellowship dinner following service in the fellowship hall each Sunday night. Tuesday night old-fashioned prayer and deliverance service at 7.40 p.m. and Wednesday night youth church at 7.30 p.m. or on our Facebook page at the Haven of Hope Church group page. Come and join us at the Haven of Hope Church. Hope for the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus.